right, welcome to the KBJ Aperture Podcast. Kevin's eyes look insane, but he's got new hair. Virginia is a witch, and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show Podcast. Yeah, here we go. Welcome to the Wednesday KBJ After the Show Podcast. Got a lot of your comments today. Thank you very much for sending them in. You always can. Mail at kbjshow.com. You can also uh, leave us the voice messages. I really like that. That's that's a lot yeah, of fun. Those are cool. Be able to have that. Yeah. And it's easy for you, too. You just drop the message and run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You just open up the WRMF app. You see the little microphone at the bottom left-hand corner. You got 30 seconds to record whatever your shout-out message comment might be, and then we can play it on the show. And uh, we had had one interesting honesty. In fact, man, it's just one of those things you never know. There's so many things that often probably are rattling around in your head and you would think that no person ever thinks this every day so many things kevin and when people sometimes let out that little thought that they think only they have it's kind of fascinating to see how many other people think that how many people are thinking after we had that message today of that one woman that just said you know I just think my life and my kids lives would be so much better if their dad were dead and they said he causes so many issues, so many problems, so much grief, verbally abusive, not physically, but verbally abusive, that it just, he sucks the life out of the whole family. I just think we'd be a lot better off. And man, we got tons of other voice messages, got emails, situations that are going on. The, yeah, you just, and, and uh, the weird thing about it, it's not necessarily that. You want to be nasty or you want to be evil. They're just, unfortunately, there's some people on planet Earth that you just want to shake them and be like, do you realize you suck the life out of everybody around you? Well, you want peace. And that's if you want peace in your life and you have this terrible human, man or woman, disturbing the peace of you and your kids, Mm -hmm. it's okay to think in your head, man, we'd be better off if that person was dead. Also, there's no such thing as the thought police. You can think fucked up things. The person that thinks fucked up things and then doesn't do them should feel good about themselves because you have restraint. You're able to not... You didn't murder your Mm ex-husband. Think about... I know a lot of people struggle with negative uh, thoughts, negative thinking, having weird thoughts, Commend yourself if you have those kind of thoughts and you're not acting on them. Think of it from that perspective and you may not feel as bad about yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, look, I think that there might be some people that would see that. And to me, I think a lot of times this is reserved for a really terrible person. They just think, why? Is good people are dying of diseases or just get in a car accident and you're like, how do they they just keep living? (laughs) You know, if if life were fair and right. You would think if you're going to be an a-hole for 35 years and there's no changing and you don't have a good upside, maybe something happens to you. It just doesn't seem to ever work out that way. It's a weird thing. And and the other thing, too, is people change. I, I meant that earlier when I said some people get jaded by the world and they they may start off as a sweetheart mm-hmm. and they go through they just they they change. They yeah. maybe they've been beat up or maybe something didn't work out. or They get bitter that you can't let that happen it's an interesting thing to see some of the comments i didn't get to on the regular show today one text said as a kid watching their parent get abused 
Yeah, I wanted him dead too. There you go. If it's it's physical, I think everybody's better off if the physical one is dead. Yeah. That's just me. Well, I I think if you hit a kid. That's a natural thought. Well, no. If you're a kid seeing your mom getting beaten or vice versa, you'd be like. Please, God, can you just take him? Because Please. he is just, I don't know what else to do. Because you're, you're right, and I'm not trying to turn this into a gender war thing. And, and it, it does go both ways. Sure. Women who punch men for no reason. And, and that happens, too. It, we don't hit people. We don't hit kids. We don't hit people. Mm-hmm. Somebody else said, my mom has brought me so much stress at different times. I've thought to myself how life would be more peaceful if she would just pass quietly. It sounds awful, but, you know, she can be just mean and manipulative and signed norman bates (laughs) come on a little we have a levity it's it's a heavy topic yeah that's to me it was interesting just to see that if you've ever had this thought being like you know and you may be like god why why are they here because they're not adding to anyone's life at all and they're definitely taken from mine uh, another person uh, texted in, they said, yeah, my cousin was with an emotional abuser. He had multiple long-term girlfriends. She left with nothing, went to a shelter, rebuilt her life. It's not easy, but it can be done. The divorce was just finalized yesterday, and the judge gave her half of everything. So stay positive. It'll work out. And other people did note that, yeah, there are places that you can't call if you are in an abusive relationship that you can go to and, and, and get out. But it, it is tough. It is tough. But, yeah, it's just I feel for anybody. I pray for anybody that's got that kind of person in their life. That they're so soul sucking and they bring so much negativity in your life that you have thought, man, gosh, why could they just not pass it? Let it be quiet. That's fine. In their sleep. And I know a lot of the, the, the comments and stuff we're talking about is, you know, kids are involved, but there's a lot of people who are in <clears throat> relationships where kids are not involved. Sure. And yeah. if you are in one of those things, you got to get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. It's if you know you're with a toxic person. You got to leave that person. Yeah, that's it. You know, one person said, my wife has been toxic for 28 years, three kids. And all I can think about is how to get the hell out, but I can't afford to leave. So, yeah, there's just, you know, if you want to talk about something that if you take any kind of comfort in misery loves company, unfortunately, there are a lot of people that are kind of going through that stuff. So just know that if you've had that, you're not alone. To me, that was eye opening, just how much response we got on that. Another thing that we got, Virginia was talking about how she knows of a mom that's given her 13-year-old THC-infused gummies, and the kid loves the high and even the munchies that go along with it. And one message we got here says, uh, definitely exposed to too much too young from an alcoholic family. And both me and my siblings started smoking weed and drinking alcohol at 11 years of age. By the time I was 16, I was snorting cocaine and Xanax, LSD, anything I could get my hands on. Because the we got boring by then. That's what I was saying earlier. I just too much too soon, and you do you bore of it. I've heard that story too many times. As the story goes, my addiction was full flood in my early twenties. I'm actually in recovery now, and just celebrated one year of sobriety at the age of thirty six. But unfortunately, my sister never got the help um, that she needed. So you know, it's a serious problem. So yeah, look, and we did talk to people that. Medically, you could take your kid in and it might be better than doing prescription stuff like Xanax. But definitely have a doctor. If your kid is going to have THC infused gummies 
Make sure a doctor's prescribing it and observing their behavior. I won't go on my rant again, but we have a major, major oh, no Adderall problem. I'm telling you, people, there's mm-hmm. so many people on Adderall who want to say they have ADHD. Yeah. They don't have it. They like the way the Adderall makes you feel. Mm-hmm. They like how it gives you energy. And I just think there's a lot of dishonesty out there. I'm not saying there's not people out there who don't have ADHD, but I definitely think it's one of those things where it's a... It's it's a made up thing for a lot of people. Oh, I mm. can't concentrate. Yeah. Hey, well, you some- might be doing it to yourself. You talk about the ADHD, and we've got how much verbal stimulation and visual stimulation going on well, at all times. That I think it just starts to tweak your brain. That that's always my question. If someone says, "Hey, this is going on," and I'm I'm depressed or I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go down just the basic checklist. What are, what are you doing in your regular day life? First mm-hmm. of all, are you right. are you drinking a lot? Are you are there things you can be doing before? Yeah, what you, could you peel away that might be actually causing this? Are you meditating? Are you mm-hmm. doing things that are trying to put you in a positive space? And I think sometimes that may take six weeks to even see a difference. Night, but sleep, water. All of that stuff, yeah. taking care of it, does that work a little bit better? And mm-hmm. do you, you might see a, a different change in your mood. Yeah, true. Uh, Hector said, yeah, doctors can absolutely prescribe Xanax and those types of things for kids under the age of 18. I'm not sure what the cutoff is on the low end, but I do know firsthand that uh, they can do it. And Patrick said, when I was 17, my mom took me to a doctor to get Xanax, and it was the worst decision ever. I became a drug addict for 20 years, living on the streets for a lot of it. I took to cannabis a few years ago, and it saved my life. I smoke daily, and it helps with my depression, anxiety, PTSD, and socially, cannabis is medicine. Let me tell you, Xanax is really good, which makes it really bad. Yeah. It, it is. Well, I, for, for somebody like me who has legit mm-hmm. panic disorder problems, it, it's, it's something that you go, oh my gosh, I, I, I can take a pill and walk in front of a building right now. And you want that feeling. It, it's, mm-hmm. a, it, it's a dangerous yeah. drug if not used right. Take mm-hmm. a pill and walk in front of a building. Don't take a pill and walk in front of a bus. No. No. Mm-mm. You know, it might be uh, that there's so much money behind Big Pharma. I think if there becomes the same kind of money and interest behind the marijuana industry, which I think will probably happen soon, maybe it'll balance itself out. It seems like people are having more success on marijuana. I think that's really what it is. You have Big Pharma that controls politicians, and politicians control what's legal and what's not. Um, this is an interesting concept here, kind of in the weed variety. You were talking earlier, Virginia, about how Snoop Dogg's cereal can't be found and he's got a lawsuit going on. He thinks that there is a conspiracy from Post Cereal and from Walmart to keep his cereal off the shelves. Post Malone doesn't have anything to do with that, does he? <laughs> Post? You think it's posty? I don't know. I just hope not. That would be quite no. a quite a. I mean, it'd be back to like East Side, West Side again. You know? No, it's like General Mills. Okay, good. Post. All right. Why? So what? What is Snoop claiming something? Is he saying something? Yeah, that- he's saying he did an investigation and he found a bunch of his cereals in the backs in boxes of the WalMarts and they weren't putting them on the shelves. And he thinks. And it's- online, it says they're sold out. Hmm. So Matthew says, why don't we just start selling it at all the weed dispensaries? <laughs> it would do well. Do that very well. would be brilliant. But then you'd, you'd have to make it weed infused because you go there like, this is just regular cereal. Oh, right. Yeah. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure he'd want to do that.
you definitely sell it for. I mean, I know cereal is expensive. Can you imagine weed infused cereal? How expensive that would be? And people would pay it, no doubt. Uh, Chris sent this in. Uh, there was the story earlier. There is that kid who goes to University of Central Florida. Remember, he went around with Elon Musk because he was tracking his jet, and Elon offered to pay him $5,000 to stop. And the kid sniped back at him, and he said, nah, he's like, give me $50,000 so I can go out and pay for school and buy a Tesla, and maybe I would. And so Elon Musk just then disbanded his account called at Elon Jet in December of 2022. And now the guy's tracking Taylor Swift's jet action, and she sent – Jack Sweeney, a cease and desist. And he's saying, look, I'm just getting information that's already available from the Federal Aviation Administration, as well as flight signals. I'm just putting it all together for people. And they're like, yeah, but she's got stalkers and you're risking her life and all that kind of stuff. And she's getting ready to take that uh, private jet from Japan to get to the Super Bowl. Which, of course, will take how many hours, Virginia? Oh, my gosh. 13 hours. 13 hours, yeah. Can you imagine how many private jets are going to be flying into Vegas between now and Sunday? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, my wife was telling me that they ran out of room at the airport for (laughs) private jets. And Taylor put hers in so early. Of course, she had connections. She got hers in. But there are all kinds of highfalutin business executives that are all pissed off because there's no more reservations for their private jets in vegas dang they ran out of room isn't that crazy can you get a helicopter then i don't know what they would do that's a great question because i I don't Uh. know how how you know where do you have to do you have to fly into another town nearby and i don't know what's nearby i mean you got freaking desert everywhere so i'm not sure what's next to vegas what a great problem to have I can't find a spot for my private jet, so I have to fly my private jet into a different town 30 minutes away and then helicopter in. Boy, it's, it's crazy. I remember when I went to the national championship that one time. It's the only time I've ever been in a private jet. And Wheels up, sport. We left early because the guy who took us got so shit-faced, we had to get him out of there because he was going to get us all killed. <laughs> but you had to kiss his ass because it was business and you it brought was. money into the so company. I, I was so happy to be on that little-ass jet when we were getting out. But we went early. I remember just looking behind us. It looked like there was about 100 jets lined up to take off. It's insane when you have one of those kind of events. And the Super Bowl is bigger than the College Football National Championship. Definitely. So I can only imagine what that is going to look like. And it's in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, that is just like the perfect storm of party. Oh, then you throw that big old giant eyeball in the mix. The sphere. Yeah. (laughs) And so here's a uh, meme of George Costanza sitting in the diner they did on Seinfeld. It says, me watching my paper straw dissolve in my iced tea as Taylor Swift produces her 138th ton of CO2 emissions in three months to see her 13th soulmate, Travis Kelsey. And earlier, a Swifty had sent us all of the math, Taylor Swift's favorite number, 13. All these different things from the Super Bowl add up to 13. You know what a freaking Swifty did? You know, at the end of the show, I gave you the Madden prediction for the simulation of the Super Bowl. It's the Chiefs winning 30-28 to 28 over the 49ers. Yes. Do some quick addition. 30 to 28. Oh, shit. Okay, oh, 3 boy. plus 0 plus 2 plus 8. Score equals 13. Yep. 
and she's planning all this. <laughs> I they, don't know they, what the Swifties think. I just don't know. Do they think, is she a deity at this point? Because they sent this. I'm like, what, so what do you guys think? They're doing her harm by doing, this is how, this is when people start turning on celeb. It's the fans. It's never the, I shouldn't say never. A lot of times it's the fans that make people get annoyed with a celebrity. And Swifties, I'm trying to help you out right now. But, I mean, too are, much. Are, are there that Calm many, the fuck down, Swifties. Are there that many similarities that happen with all of us, but we just don't have the time to pay attention? Or is there something karmically swimming around Taylor Swift's head that has every number around her come out to the number well, 13? You gotta ask yourself two questions. Are you a person who believes in coincidence? Or are you a person that believes in signs? And karma. No, I, I believe in the, this has got to be a coincidence. But is there's karma a lot, your there's boyfriend? There's a lot of them. I just think that they look so. I can't. How many man hours are spent by Swifties wasted doing stupid shit? Well, if you're a teenager, <laughs> God bless you, rock on. Dude, if the you, emails I got were not teenagers. I know. That's what. I, that's that's who I'm talking. This is like 28 year old women. <laughs> I'm trying to help y'all. <laughs> it's uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, post up that email so you can read it. And if you choose not to, you don't have to worry about it. But it's pretty nuts. Uh, Jesse from Marietta, Georgia. She said, just send a quick note. Say, I love when Kevin Bird talked music on the ATS. Tuesday's music chat was so fun, especially for music lovers like me. Have you ever considered doing a podcast episode or miniseries with the two of you just talking music? You could have a templated format to make prep a bit easier. Something like each person brings an older nostalgic song or band, a newer song or band. And then you each share a bit around the song and why you love it. Yeah, I you know, I love talking music. I, I think probably keeping it organically the the way we do, maybe we could edit, you know, some of these out and put well, them together. But. but there's something to be like, I'm I'm interested in what he's saying because my goal in twenty twenty four was to just do more side podcast on YouTube mm. for people that if you don't like music, you yeah. don't have to listen because I, I know sometimes if me and you go on a music run, shut the fuck up. We don't care about Aerosmith from eighty yeah. eight. But I know there's an audience that, that would mm. and the niche shit does well on on, yeah. on, on, the, on the YouTube, like a weird and whatever, those yeah. type of things. Uh, I, I'm bitching the witch. It, it wouldn't be for on terrestrial, and I know you all are busy, but mm. I have a podcast room where we can do any of that stuff. I'm always down to do that kind of shit. I'd yeah. do a music one with you. I'd do the bitch and the witch yeah, with you. it works. The weird thing about I don't think of myself as any kind of music aficionado. I, I guess the thing I realized, I grew up an only child, and so... I spent a lot of time in music. It was companionship for me, and it always has been. I've never you don't have fallen to, off of it. You don't have to be an aficionado to do a podcast about your love of talking. Yeah, and, I guess that's it. And so I've, I, that dude, would be no something I've never considered. Dude, there's no wrong shits on the internet. Yeah, right. Or just I would think, eh, who really cares? So that's that. thank you for that, Jesse, because I never really thought I thought people would be like, shut oh, up. I'm not saying it's going to do great numbers, but, you know, I, I think there there's a, there's, there's, a, there's a seat for that ass. I do love talking about it, yeah, because it's I don't know of many things that are that powerful in life or as powerful as music. When you have music and you connect with it and just... Man, it is a really powerful thing. It's the it's it's the number one thing that keeps me going in, in the world. Yeah, it, it picks up my moods. It does everything. It's just it has truly been one of the. It's better than any drug or anything I've ever had in my life. My guitar has been one of my best friends my entire life. Yeah, just music in general. I just yeah. like seeing people, uh, you know, come together. 
with music, not come together. It's a different kind of music. I'm not saying That's why you jerk. and Suits enjoy listening to music we together. Do. We mm-hmm. circle jerk all the time with each other. <laughs> yeah, so who knows? Maybe uh, one of these days if come up with a concept or how we'll do it. When Kevin says one of, one of these days, that is not going to happen. Got a few other projects I got to <laughs> knock out first. Keep that dream alive over there. But yes, yeah. to, to answer your question, we have talked about side podcasts before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, if we could think of uh, what the thread might be, then maybe we go down it. Realistically, I'm the only one that can really do it the most because I don't have a family or a wife or kids and all that. So my schedule, I'm always up to, yeah, you guys want to work on a... Just want to run a rock opera together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm down to do whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer talking about another thing that's powerful musically, the jingles that we were talking about. And it all started because of how catchy the new hard rock gambling app commercial is. And we were playing that. She said, yeah, it's pretty good. But she said, what about the one you play during uh, your streaming, the Zoom Town? The Zoom Tan, the brown is a biscuit for nine ninety nine. Zoom Tan, nine ninety nine. Zoom Tan. I that did jump out at me. I did catch that. It's real though. <laughs> That's not a parody. No, no, she's not saying parody. She's saying jingles. Jingle. Oh, just a jingle. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes you 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 mess up too. Okay, <laughs> you got it mixed up. I thought they were talking about parody ones. Yeah. Let me see. This is an interesting thing. We found out uh, yesterday on the show that the young teens and Gen Z, they look at millennials and Gen X as old if they're carrying a wallet. And I was like, how do you get around life without carrying a wallet? Now, I I don't most days because, yeah, I really don't. But if I need money, credit card, cash, if I'm going to need a license possibly driving, I'm taking my wallet. And Angela said, Florida does have a digital app now for your driver's license that is Legal Florida Smart ID. Legal in Florida. Legal in, it's it's, (laughs) Most of the DUI videos that I see, it's them pulling everything up on their phone. License, insurance, everything. Yeah, that is cool. But they're going on their phone and then they hand the officer a sugar packet. Right, yeah. (laughs) Whoops. I would like it. In fact, the reason why I don't really ever carry my wallet is I never realized, but one time I was working out, I was sitting doing curls, and I did a curl with my arm and popped my back out. I go to the chiropractor, and he said, do you carry a wallet? I said, yes. He said, which side? And it was the side I had the problem with he said keep in mind when you have a wallet and you're sitting on it your buttocks is raised another one to two inches and it's misaligning your spine the entire time you're sitting down it's like holy crap and so now i'm very averse to keeping my wallet in my back pocket while i'm sitting down believe it or it's not scientifically proven it's kind of controversial in the whole medical community but they also say the same thing with your testicle look at your testicles today if it's the same one where your wallet is always at get out of here your so i always keep my wallet in my left pocket my longer testicle is left you have one that's longer than you have one boob that's very than one yeah i feel like i'm too. symmetrical prove it <laughs> I would if it would give us numbers. <laughs> huh. How about that? Let's, let's, I'll, I'll, I'll drop her out. <laughs> Nobody wants to see these. Drop them cat brains. <laughs> uh, let me see some questions. B said, I'm a daily lifetime listener. 
I'm only a day behind, so sorry if this has been answered, but has Jaber been gargling glass? His voice is sounding rough here to start off the week and a little gravelly. Starting to give Via a run for her money. Just yes. a little concerned. Yeah, get off my bit. I can answer that. That okay. That's typically when I do all any kind of recording and music okay. for either the show or the snack pack. And I'm doing a lot right now. And mm. it, it blows out by... Uh, by the weekend, it just does. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I can hear it too. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get better. What ends up happening is I'll have a drink or two, mm-hmm. and then I'll forget to drink water. A drink oh, or yeah. twelve, and I'll get. I mean, I wanted to. <laughs> we, we just had the whole. You know, we know you're fun. We just had the whole like addiction conversation. If we were able to stop at two, it wouldn't be as fun. But what what happens is I I stop to drink my water and mm-hmm. I go into yeah dehydration. Gotcha. I get dehydrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. I and they're completely right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll try not to sound like Virginia, aka a demon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Becky wanted to know uh, V's wedding tears. So, what did he do two months later? You say curious minds want to know. You're talking about uh, a bad experience that you'd had yes. in uh, your marriage. So many. Two months after they brought I mean, tears to your I eye. think one day I will tell the story. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to tell it, it's not going to be on the unpaid podcast. I'll tell you that. Okay. Maybe a live show or something like that. Yeah, maybe a live show. Okay. Get real drunk. Make it real emotional. I better get paid. <laughs> you get paid for that kind of content. This is an unpaid podcast. You ain't getting nothing on this. If, 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 you are, if you're going to ruin your life, <laughs> right. you want to yeah. see a little cheddar. <laughs> I want to at least know that I bought a pair of shoes out of it. We, we really do kind of ruin our lives. Well, I wouldn't ruin my life. I would probably ruin, you know, my ex-husband's life, who still lives in this town. But, and would have to hear about it anytime he ran into anybody that knew, which... Surprisingly, he tells a lot of people that I'm his ex-wife. Like he could go through life anonymous, but I think he sometimes leads with that. Well, bro, you're the head of the dirt of the day. I'd lead with that <laughs> yeah, shit right. too. It's big stuff. But I mean, if somebody was going to say bad things about you, you would try to disassociate, right? Yeah. Don't do don't ask me. I'm off the grid. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't want to make things worse for Magnolia. And that's the way it always plays out. You know, if I talk shit about Pete, my ex, eventually it gets to uh, him saying something to Magnolia and being mean to her. And, and it's not her fault. That's what I meant by ruining personal life. It, yeah. Because it ends up whether it you don't give a shit. I don't care about but, him. But I care about Mags. And that's something you should care about. Not mm. everything Not everything needs to be said on the air. I'll say it eventually. I know. That's why I'm telling you to probably not say it. <laughs> <laughs> I never take good advice. Yep. <laughs> this is kind of cute. Uh, Samantha had said that, uh, yes, we do play the uh, do it bitch at the dinner table with the family. <laughs> I love it. But we play do it kid. Do it, kids. Oh, that's okay. That's, cute, yeah. oh, that's adorable. That is. That's a good way to clean it up for some family fun there. Yeah, because that's a fun thing. You could do a kid's version of that, no doubt. Totally. You know? Unless they're all adults playing and then you guys are a bunch of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> do it, kid. Do it, kid. We don't swear in this house. Are there any kids here? No, we're just pussies. Don't invite me over. I would hate a that. non-swearing oh, my, house or a game night where you can't have a drink y'all wouldn't like us you would not like me <laughs> <laughs> me and my friend pirate and my other friend viking 
Uh, we got uh, Jonathan saying, hey, Bird, want to get some advice this Friday. I'm going skydiving. I think I remember you talking about uh, how you had gone. Oh. How do you prepare to go? Is there anything you did to calm down? How and was a tough one? Tell me what was going on through your head the whole time. It was a big stunt. I knew we had a big audience listening. I knew I couldn't be a pussy and back out of it. And I had to suck it up. And it did suck. It was not an easy thing to do. Yeah. But... I kind of faced the fear and did it anyway kind of a thing. I was reading a lot of mm. spiritual, just kind of like a motivational type okay. type of content to kind of get me fired up. Yeah. And I think I, I just try, try to trick my mind into being a badass and saying, motherfucker, it'll be all right. I might never matter. You got this. <laughs> you got this. You have to do it. You got to do it. And you're trying to... You're trying to Face of fear. Mm-hmm. It, the the idea of being such a pussy and not doing it was so way worse than mm-hmm. dying at dying in the what? plane. What? Totally. <laughs> when I'm what. What, there's a time in a, in a person's life you do not want to feel like a pussy. I'm not saying you can't have pussy moments. You don't want to give into fear. And when you feel like you're giving into fear, that's a real thing. And I, I didn't want to give into fear. I would have felt like a pussy. And I don't want to feel like that. I'm, that's okay. The, I'm okay feeling like a pussy. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like that. I don't care. Maybe it's different because I'm a girl. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't have that man urge to prove myself. Like Ooh. again, I think you're making this a gender thing, and I I, I think it's a, a person thing. I, mm-hmm. I think it, to take take the skydiving out of the equation, make it any kind of a situation where you're afraid to do it. When you let the fear win, and you know the fear won, and you really could have done it, you kind of feel like a pussy, and I hate that feeling, and I would have rather died that, than to have that feeling. Damn. How about that, huh? Well, I mean, I don't... Strong pull. I wear a scarlet P. I don't care. People <laughs> think I'm a pussy. No. I am so... For me, it's miss- risk-reward of you- jumping out the plane. I'm not missing it. No, you-, you get a bigger thrill out of facing your fear. I don't give a shit about facing my fears. No, no you think I... the. I didn't care if people thought I was a pussy. What I'm saying at the end of the Internally, day, I don't want to live like that. Yeah, I don't want the fear. I'm, I'm okay with thinking I'm a <laughs> pussy. No problems, huh? No, I'll be pussy, pussy, pussy. I get it. There's some things that I'm okay with. That one, that one, for some reason, wasn't one of them. Risk reward for me, like, oh my gosh, do I know this guy that packed my parachute? Like, I don't know him. People ask if I medicated for it. I did not medicate. Okay. Still, I, don't sober, think, huh? I don't know if you're allowed to medicate for that. I don't think they want you to. No. Yeah. I would, and also, too, I it would be such a experience anyway i would think you want to be fully present the worst part was the 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 beginning getting on the plane when the wind came into the plane you kind of lose your stomach a bit Ugh. roller coaster style and then you have to dangle your legs outside oh, the plane. Yeah, that's rough. you feel the atmosphere rough, changing give me that scarlet p and at that, at that point and the guy was fucking with me because I was on the radio. It's like, is it the right one or is it the left one? I'm like, this motherfucker's doing a bit. I'm not in the mood for a bit right that now, dog. That is not cool. It wasn't, it wasn't cool. I didn't like that part. But it all worked out. <laughs> that is not the time to fuck with a guy. No. <laughs> Come on, dude. Dude. Can't we just be cool? We were talking about one of our KBJ Nationers, the one who had taken the RV up to my hometown, dropped off pizzas when my mom was in the hospital. Great people. And she's got a travel agency. And uh, Michael said, I was completely dumbfounded. You guys didn't catch on to this. 
On the after the show, you're promoting your friend's business or travel agency, See You Next Trip, which is kind of like See You Next Tuesday, which is also C-U-N-T. Yes. So you're telling me your friend has a trip place called Cunt. I thought that's what the point of that thing was. I think she's doing, the name of her business is like tongue-in-cheek. Yes. See you next trip. Yeah, but she did spell it C with an S with a Y. So I, I don't, I, I'm just wondering if she thought about that. I mean, Michael did. I, I didn't get the impression she had thought about C-U-N-T. That way, I think she, because like I said, it's spelled S-E-E-Y-O-U. Well, she's a very nice girl, yeah. and I'm sure we can ask her. I'm just wondering, do you realize that you could have spelled your business cunt? Well, <laughs> I, I remember when I wore it. oh my gosh, what did I do? And if you did, and you don't care, and you own it, yeah. girl, own it. I, I think that word is less <laughs> offensive than it was 10 years ago. When I was at the, the fancy golf uh, course, there was a couple, and they, the names would always be, the last thing would be in front of their, on their golf cart, and it was, I thought it was Koontz. So I'm like, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Koontz. And they're like, no, it's, it's Mr. and Mrs. Koontz. I'm like, what? <laughs> I couldn't believe we, it. We, together, we are the cunts. I go, I'm not going to. In my head, I go, I'm just going to go, hey, what's up, guys? Hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. I couldn't believe. And I thought they were fucking with me. And, and no, they, their name was really the cunts. I can't. I <laughs> but, can't. But it was spelled K. Were they lovely people or were they a bunch of? Eh, they were mid. They, they were mid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But they spell that K-U-N-T-Z. Mm-hmm. Sure. Got an email from longtime listener, Dina. She said, I am going to be going to Marco Island this weekend with my other half. Was wondering if you guys have been or have any suggestions of places to eat and drink in the area. I like outdoor places, rooftops, restaurants on the water with great food and good vibes. I've been to Marco Island. I've been to Marco's Pizza. Okay. Yeah. Have, have I been there? I don't think I've been to Marco Island. I have. We stayed, boy, it's about, uh, probably almost 20 years ago now. We stayed uh, with one of my wife's friends. She had a house there, had a pool. It was cool. We didn't go out to do much. We went and got some at a small little mini mart, and that was pre- pretty much about it. So I am not an expert on Marco Island. I will tell you that uh, some of those towns on the West Coast, they're lovely. But they do not have the nightlife that the East Coast has. It is, I mean, it's night and day. I'm not getting, they shut shit down real quick. Yeah. And a lot of times the expectations are you've got a place, you'll be looking at the water, so stay home. And people prefer that. So, you know, I would take suggestions for that, but I don't know. I'm not an expert on Marco Island. That's how my sister's town is that lives in Oregon. It Shit shuts down so quick. Yeah. It'd be 7 p.m. I'm like, hey, I'm going to Slurpee. He's like, Slurpee? This shit's closed right now. I'm like, what? 7-Eleven? They, they, they just had, they heard, she lives in a small town and, and shit just is, it, yeah. the only thing that's up, open is the barns. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bar, but barns where the animals are at. And, oh and you're looking for something like a rooftop. Rooftop usually means you've got a whole level lower that's filled. Sometimes you go to towns and they just don't, they don't have that kind of. Yeah, do your research. Yeah, places don't rage like that. Uh, KR in the chat saying, uh, downtown Fort Myers has nightlife. I have been through downtown Fort Myers and they do, looks like they have a bar strip. We didn't really bounce around too much, but I did see a couple places that if we had other obligations, I would have gone and hung out. It would have been okay, but again, the same thing. I think even Fort Myers might uh, shut down relatively early. So, Yeah, we'll see what we can find. Maybe somebody will throw some stuff at us and we can help you out here 
If you're going for the weekend, maybe we can get some more. We got a little bit of time. So send us an email on that mail at kbjshow.com or anything else you'd like to comment on. Be happy to hear from you. Y'all have a good day. We'll see you back here tomorrow.